Hi, I'm Sebastian King. I'm a paediatric surgeon at the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne. Today I have the great pleasure of sitting down and talking with Professor John Hudson. John is an esteemed paediatric surgeon known internationally for many things, including his clinical skills and the many textbooks that he's written. I wanted to pick your brains briefly on segmental volvulus, the diagnosis that very few people be able to, are able to pick before you get to theatre. Yeah, for good reason, because it's hard to pick. Um, probably anatomical variant, because we just imagine the bowel has a mesentery of roughly the equal length. We recognise the length of the mesentery in the terminal ileum is often a lot le more than the jejunum, so the terminal ileum's got slightly longer mesentery, so the length of the mesentery sort of goes up and then goes down. Um, um, so the point with the maximum mesentery is often near the mid-gut, uh, you know, where the, you know, the Mackel's diverticular might be, mm. but it's not always like that. And sometimes it's a little bit irregular, and we suspect that uh, uh, sort of segmental volvulus is just caused by having a mesentery with a funny bit and then it's got a narrow base rather than a very wide base. It's got a little narrow bit mm. and then that bit then twists in response to peristalsis which is in response to the milk in the, in the, in the bowel. So because segmental volvulus, how often does it, so might do prenatal but this is one of the times where it might quite commonly immediately postnatal. Mm. So it might present with a, you know, two weeks old rather than two hours old. Mm. And suddenly you've got an abdominal, you know, acute abdomen with a distension and it looks like they've got a terminal ileal um, or, or jejunal obstruction and they've got segmental volvulus triggered by uh, the minor anatomical variant and uh, you know, and then you get the twists. Of course, the other thing that we occasionally see like that, otherwise very similar, is a defect in the mesentery with a hernia mm. through the mesentery that yeah, yeah. also presents very similar. Mm. So the bowel, when it's going through the mesentery, it often has a really narrow mesentery for the same reason. That might be secondary to going through a defect in the mesentery. So the, the loop of bowel that goes through the mesentery might end up with a very narrow mesentery which predisposes to twisting. And lastly, what's your thinking around early neonatal bowel obstruction and inguinal hernia? Because I know that some people say first two, three days of life, it's not, it doesn't cause... It's pretty rare. It is rare. Hmm. So, so why is it rare? Well, because it takes a while um, for the inguinal canal to stretch up again because inguinal canal, how big is it? And the answer is about a centimetre across. It's got to be big enough for the testis to go through. But then after it starts to shrink, okay? So it might not have closed, hence we've got an inguinal hernia. So the processus vaginalis might be patent. But the inguinal canal itself will already be contracting a little bit because once the testis goes through, the muscular walls of the inguinal canal, the external oblique, the internal ring, the external ring shrink a bit, mm. okay, which is normal, a normal process. So my view is that it probably doesn't happen very often early on because the inguinal canal is just a bit too tight still. You need 
loop of bowel to go through for a while, stretch it up a bit mm. before it can then go through enough to then cause a bowel obstruction. Through the, yeah, the superficial ring. Because it's got to go through the external ring to cause the obstruction because if it goes through the internal ring, it doesn't usually obstruct that in a baby, mm. like, which is the opposite of what happens in an adult because in an adult inguinal hernia, it obstructs at the internal ring. But in a baby, it obstructs at the external ring. But the external ring is very narrow, totally misnamed. It's really a narrow V-shaped slit, not a ring at mm. all. So that when you use the words ring, you get the feeling you've got a hole, like the shape of a ring, when it's actually not that at all. It's just a very narrow slit. But it might take a while for the bowel to go, be, stretch it up enough to get through before it can actually go through enough to block. Yeah, to be able to cause that problem. Right. Yep. So I think that's, we don't, and of course, what are the other factors triggering bowel through and going through inguinal hernia is raised intracranial pressure. So ask yourself, does the baby cry very much before it's born? And the answer is no. Maybe it does. Mm. But not that it's obvious so to us. in terms of raised intra-abdominal pressure... Yeah, we, the... need, we need the baby crying and upset for mm. whatever reason. Mm. Pants dirty, no mum, you know, I'm cold, whatever mm. reason. They're crying a lot. What does that do? Raise the intracranial pressure. And you need that, I suspect, to provide enough physical pressure to stretch up the inguinal canal and then mm. the external ring before you can get the bowel out, before you get the, the blockage in the bowel on the outside. Yep. So... The first few days, it's rare, you know, brand new baby, not like that. Yeah. But if it's two weeks old, it might be. But like everything, when you, do, when you see a distal bowel obstruction um, in a baby, you need to just check that the inguinal canals, can you feel the external ring? Can we make sure there's no lump there? Mm. It's pretty no, standard in the physical. But it's easy to forget about it. Um, and then you're embarrassed when you take the x-ray and you see there's a loop of bowel in the groin mm. uh, or even in the scrotum on the plain mm. x-ray, which you should have diagnosed before the x-ray were mm. even Clinical taken. You shouldn't have needed the mm. x-ray. Yeah. But so we'd see that, of course, occasionally in the neonatal x-ray meeting. But mostly it's something that you can diagnose just with your fingers. But it's like everything, you have to look for it because Incarcerated hernia at the external ring in a baby can be quite subtle. It's easy to miss it, mm. particularly if we're a bit chubby. Yeah, and particularly if people think that it's the testis and then... You're right, exactly. So you just need to make sure you haven't assumed that's the testis when really it isn't. It's mm. the loop of bowel. But it's rare in the first few days. And they won't have missed it because they will have listened to the podcast we that you so. and me talking we about last so. time. We hope so. Well, thank you again very much for your right. wisdom and thoughts today. And we look forward to continuing these sessions with Professor John Hudson.